T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Pretty good day to be a Cardinals fan. A 13-0 win earlier today against the Colorado Rockies as they complete a series sweep. And they continue to play some really good baseball. Really, since uh, right at the end of July, early on in August, they have been borderline unbeatable. And it's largely because of the pitching, but today it was also the hitting. In fact, something happened today that had never happened in a Major League Baseball game ever before. A 40-year-old hitting a grand slam, Albert Pujols, and a 40-year-old throwing seven shutout innings, Adam Wainwright. That had never happened in the same game ever before in the history of Major League Baseball. And it's just, it is incredible to me. Every day, every day, Albert Pujols is doing something and you can only compare him to the great players of all time. And obviously he is one of those, but it's not like once a week, couple times a month he does something and we're talking about the the Hank Aaron's and the Babe Ruth's and the Stan Musials of the world. No. It's it's every game it seems like that he's playing all of a sudden we're saying this hasn't happened since Stan Musial. He just hit a milestone that ties him with Hank Aaron. Like it's every single time, which is remarkable to say the least. We do welcome you in to Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauly. You have you for a full two-hour program tonight. That's the other good thing about the Cardinals playing uh, day baseball. We get to do an entire two-hour program right here. If you want to join us, you can do so. The phone number to call and or text. Actually, just call or text. If you're anding and oring, if you're anding the text, if you call and text, it's a little bit too much. You're being a little aggressive. So call or text. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. I love the callers, and I say love kind of in a facetious way. I love the callers who call, make a point, and then there was something they didn't say that they wanted to add on, so they start sending text messages to say, well, and, and to, beyond what I said earlier, this is what I want to say. Generally, we don't read those text messages. But yeah, you can call, you can text 314-436-7800. You could tweet as well if you'd like, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. 
We're, we're going to spend a, a fair amount of time today talking about Albert Pujols. You almost feel bad in a weird, convoluted kind of way for Adam Wainwright because Wainwright has this fantastic outing. He goes and throws seven scoreless innings, gives up just three hits, seven strikeouts, no walks. Let's look at his last two starts. His last start before today, it was actually a game that the Cardinals uh, didn't even win. But he went nine innings, giving up one run on three hits. And after the game, he said he felt like he had no-hit stuff. So he had no-hit stuff that day. Then he goes the seven scoreless today. Um, all It's just it's incredible, just incredible what he is doing right now. And clearly he has not made an announcement about what he's going to do next season. Why would you quit if you're Adam Wainwright? Why would you retire? At this point, as far as I'm concerned, he can just say it right now that he's coming back and he and the Cardinals can go ahead and figure out a contract extension right now for him to be back. Because at some point, this the old cliche is um, father time is undefeated. At some point, I don't know if the wheels are going to fall off, but at some point, his effectiveness is going to wane. At some point, he is not going to be the same guy that he is right now. At some point, he is not going to be an effective major league pitcher. I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know if it's next year. I don't know if it's two years from now. I don't know if it's three years from now. I don't know when it's going to be. At some point, it's going to happen. But for somebody like Adam Wainwright, if I'm the Cardinals, I give him the opportunity to come back every single year until that happens. And once that happens, if it happens during the season – you adjust to it. You have an uncomfortable moment in that moment, but then you move on. And look, if you're Wainwright, he's got a he's got a very bright TV career in front of him. I would guess he's. I don't think he'd be dabbling in you know with with Fox or whoever he works with uh, in the postseason. I don't think he'd be dabbling with that if he didn't have the interest in doing TV eventually down the line. He's going to be really good. He's going to be really really good. Don't be shocked if years down the line. All of a sudden, he's named the number one analyst, whether it's ESPN or Fox or TBS, whatever it might be. When that's when that spot comes open somewhere after he's working, don't be don't be shocked if he gets that. He's going to be really good at TV, and maybe he wants to get to that point. Maybe he's saying he's ready to go ahead and move to the next stage of his life and the next stage of his career. But all I know is this is a guy who just keeps putting it together in really big ways. In the month of July or excuse me, in the month of August, I should say. In the month of August, he has a 2.33 ERA. That's really good. Like, can we all agree a 2.33 ERA is really good? Now let's take a step back and put that in a little bit more perspective. One of his August starts, the one against the Yankees, he gave up six runs on eight hits in four innings. So he has a 2.33 ERA in the month of August, where one of his outings, he gives up Six runs in four innings. That's how that's that's what he's doing right now. That just shows you how well he is pitching. So yeah, it's it's fun. It is a whole lot of fun to watch. Uh, this is what we have coming up. I want to get more into Albert Pools today. What he accomplished and just how remarkable of a decision it was by Oliver Marmel to go to him when he did. 
So uh, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk some golf, and uh, we'll also talk some uh, motor uh, sports and IndyCar. IndyCar is, at, uh, is in St. Louis this weekend. Uh, Tom Ackerman recorded a couple interviews that uh, he had on his show that we're going to replay for you. That will be coming up during the course of the program as well. We'll talk a little to Sean Watson. we got a lot to get to, a lot to get to between now and 8 o'clock. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Open Line does continue. My name's Matt Pauley. Have you till 8 o'clock this evening. A lot to get to between now and then. If you want to join in on the conversation, 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. I am going to read to you from the post-game notes put together by the excellent Cardinals public relations staff when it comes to what Albert Pujols did today when he hits the Grand Slam. He hits his 16th career Grand Slam that ties Hank Aaron, Dave Kingman, and Babe Ruth for 10th all-time in Major League Baseball history. It is his sixth career pinch-hit home run, his first pinch-hit Grand Slam of his career. He hits his 13th Grand Slam in the city of St. Louis and the ninth at his current Bush, extending both of his personal records. He ties Matt Carpenter for second-most extra base hits at the current Bush Stadium becomes the third player in Major League Baseball history to hit a pinch-hit Grand Slam in the first three innings of the game. The only other time it has happened, or the only other two times it happened, Philadelphia's Gene Freeze did it in 1958, and Bobby Mercer did it in July of 1971. He hits his 32nd career home run in games where Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina are the starting battery. He hits the Cardinals' first pitch hit Grand Slam since Chris Duncan had one in 2007. He's now just one base shy of tying Stan Musial for second most total bases in Major League history. It's his 25th career 5-plus RBI game that ties Nelson Cruz for ninth most all-time and most among active players. 
since the All-Star break, this guy is hitting 415, which is highest among all Major League Baseball players with at, with at least 45 plate appearances during that time. I keep using the word remarkable. Give me other words. Like it's it is it's amazing. Incredible. Remarkable. Awesome. Astounding. Whatever you want to say. All those things you can apply to what Albert Pulse is doing right now. It's it's almost hard to believe what he is doing. Uh mentioned this earlier. But with him hitting the pinch hit grand slam and Adam Wainwright pitching seven scoreless innings, the Cardinals are the first team in Major League Baseball history to have a 40-year-old hit a grand slam and another 40-year-old throw at least seven shutout innings in the same game. That's according to Elias Sports Bureau. It, it, <laughs> we, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more out there. That's how rare this is of what's going on right now. And I, I do think that Cardinals fans are able to take that proverbial step back and appreciate what's going on. But today was just something special. It was also, you know, there's a lot of criticism on Major League Baseball managers. It doesn't matter what city you're in. There, every Major League Baseball manager gets criticized. Um, I don't know if you saw So Aaron Boone, they were like chanting fire Boone or something in New York. And he heard them, and he went and stood on the top step. I believe, I think I saw this on Twitter. I hope this wasn't like a parody or something uh, that, that I got wrong. But I thought I saw that he went and, and like stood on the top step when, when that chanting was going on, like in a, in a defiant state, uh, which is kind of funny. But it doesn't matter where you are at, those... Those things are going on. You are uh, managers are always being criticized at a really high level uh, from from fans. It doesn't matter how good of a manager you are. My general belief is that managers don't impact that many games. I think most games you, you kind of know what you're going to do. Um, there's just there's not a lot of decisions to be made, and that's even more true now that we're playing American League rules across all of baseball with with uh, with the DH. Like managers just don't really impact the game; they don't make that many in-game decisions that really impact wins and losses. Now they do other things, the clubhouse environment that they cultivate, uh, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes before the game, after the game. In baseball, is the sport where that that plays out in wins and losses, but it's not too often that a manager makes a decision that really impacts a game in a big way. That changed today. It is a rare thing to go to your bench for a pinch hitter in the third inning. That just does not happen for, for a multitude of reasons. It doesn't happen. You don't want to lose a player off your bench that early. Um, yeah. As you, you have your starting lineup set, that's who you go with. Marmel sensed, in the moment when the bases were loaded and you had Gomber on the mound and Gomber had to come in because Sensatella went out and the matchup with uh, was better for uh, for Donovan with Sensatella, but then Gomber was the better matchup for Pujols. So he, I don't think a lot of managers out there make that move. It would be interesting to do a poll and get a really honest poll among 
all Major League Baseball managers and ask how many of them would be comfortable going to their bench and going to a pinch hitter in the third inning. Marmel felt comfortable doing it, and as you might expect, uh, that was uh, that was something that was discussed today in length after the game. Obviously, we like that matchup, and um, it's a pretty good swing. Yeah. What goes through your mind as a manager to make that rather savage decision at the bottom of the third? Um, gosh, he's been killing lefties. You could uh, game's never over, but you can you can put the game away there with a, with a good swing. And uh, it's always good to get the crowd engaged. So we felt good about it, and uh, he did his job. So many of these last season things don't turn out well. They, they end poorly. Could you have imagined this going this well with Albert? I mean, you know what he's done throughout his career. He's a different sort of hitter. Could it, could it have gone any better than it's gone for you? No, nah, it's going really well. Um, I remember the conversation with Albert prior to – Assigning him, and um, he was pretty convicted that he was ready to contribute. It wasn't just a, I'd like to end my career there. Um, he was very adamant about I'm going to be able to help. Um, so that conversation took place, and then in speaking to Mo and putting it all together, I, yeah, and this, this guy was ready to come here to help us win, not just part of the story. Yeah. That was Ali Marmel earlier today during his post game press conference. I thought the con- the question from from Katie Wu was interesting. She referred to the decision to pinch hit pools in that situation as savage. She called it a savage move. And uh, earlier somebody asked the question and used the term kill shot in there. Like that's, that's how the media was viewing that move in that moment to go to pools. It's already a five, nothing game. You're already en route to victory. The Colorado Rockies are a mess. The Rockies haven't won a game in St. Louis in four years. Let me, I want to make sure I get this right. The number was astounding to me. Uh, I think they're 2-20 and 20 in their last 22 games in St. Louis. I think that was right. Um, yeah, it's, it is, uh, it's, like they just, they're, they're in a bad spot. They are in a really, really bad spot. Yeah, so the Rockies have not won a game in St. Louis in four years, and they are 2-20 and 20 in St. Louis since 2016. 2-20 and 20 in St. Louis since 2016. The, there was no scenario where the Rockies were winning that baseball game today. None. It was not going to happen. But it's 5 nothing. We can look back on it now and say, okay, that game was really over at, at 5 nothing, And then it gets to 6 nothing in the inning and then the bases get loaded and you got Gomber on the mound and Marmel pulls, get in there and he hits the home run. He hits six ninety. I still think it's less than a 50% chance that pulls gets to 700 this year, but we're inching towards that 50% marker. I, a week ago, I would have told you very almost borderline impossible. And now all of a sudden, yeah, there's a legit chance. By the way, just real quick, circling back on a second, something that I just threw in there a moment ago, it was not a parody that I saw on Twitter. It was real. So Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, was asked during his uh, post-game press conference today if he heard the fire Boone chants. And this is what he said. He uh, said, of course he did. 
And he goes, and I made sure to stand up a little taller on the dugout steps. And when asked why, he said, I wanted to make sure they could see me. Interesting. Aaron Boone, if the people are going to yell to fire him, he said he wanted people to see him when they were saying that. That's a... I don't know. That's a sign of That's kind of interesting that that uh, played out today in New York. All right. Uh, we are going to uh, switch gears coming up in just a moment or so as uh, we're getting set to big golf events come to St. Louis and St. Louis supports them like no other. Uh, BMW Championship will be coming to uh, St. Louis. Ed Glotzbach, who is the general chair of that event, spoke with our own Tom Ackerman. We're going to hear that conversation in just a moment. My name is Matt Pauley. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We learned this past week the St. Louis area is going to host the BMW Championship in 2026 at Bell Reeve Country Club. It hosted the event in 2008, got absolutely rave reviews. Uh, an exact date has not been set for the 2026 event. So if you got your 2026 calendar in front of you right now, you can go ahead and put it away or you can just highlight all of August and. It's going to happen at some point in August. Uh, Second to last event of the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup playoffs. Third oldest tournament on the PGA Tour schedule uh, behind only the British Open and the U.S. Open. This is the event that had previously been known as the Western Open. Uh, BMW has uh, been the title sponsor of it since 2007. Mentioned uh, earlier in the week, our own uh, Tom Ackerman had a conversation with the uh, general chair of the event. That is uh, Ed Glotzbach, and that's what uh, that's uh, this is that conversation and what they had to say. Looking forward to 2026. We are back on KMOX. I'm Tom Ackerman, and joining us is Ed Glotzbach. It is out. It is happening. It is the 2026 BMW Championship returning to Bell Reef Country Club, and Ed is one of those responsible. I know that a lot of people were involved, Ed, but you are the general chair of the event. You're a member of Bell Reef Country Club. You and I have talked many times over the years. That's because there have been a lot of events at Bell Reef and another one coming. Congratulations. Oh, thanks very much. We really are excited, Tom, about uh, having the BMW Championship back with us. It's been, you know, it'll be 18 years. It was 2008 when we had the last one, and uh, it's changed a lot since then. Uh, but we're just we're delighted that we uh, – you know, um, won the uh, approval of the Western Golf Association. Of course, you know, we get to help with things like the Evans Scholars, which has been an ongoing project at Bell Reeve for a long time. So we're just really uh, delighted to be uh, be hosting it in 2026. It was announced that Baltimore is going to get it in 2025 and then St. Louis, Bell Reeve Country Club in 2026. Ed, I don't have a date in front of me here, but I understand that it's going to be in August of 2026. Isn't that right? That's correct. And they haven't set a date yet. I know there's a couple of things that are still in flux with the uh, tour, PGA Tour, so they just haven't been able to set a date, but it is... uh, you know, confirmed it'll be sometime in August. We all know about the excitement and the events that have been at Bell Reef through the years, including most recent, the 2018 PGA Championship. You have the 2030 President's Cup on the calendar. But let's talk about specifically the BMW Championship, which we saw at Bell Reef in 2008. What do you remember from that event? 
and looking forward to the FedEx Cup playoffs, can you describe that for us and, and what this event entails? Sure. Well, uh, first, uh, you know, what I remember about the 2008 event, it was, uh, you know, won by Camilo Villegas. It was his first PGA Tour victory, so remember that part. And the other thing that we, uh, all of us that were involved in it, remember were the terrific rainstorm we had during the actual playing of the championship and the difficulties uh, that brought. But uh, actually, the Western Golf Association mentioned that to me this morning and, and uh, how well we recovered from that. But it was, uh, it was, it was a terrific event. And uh, as I understood it, it was the second uh, BMW championship of that kind of format. So they've really uh, taken it uh, new places since then, of course, you know, allied with the um, FedEx Cup playoffs. So uh, it's a, it, it'll be a bigger event than it was back then, uh, probably by far. And uh, the, B, the BMW Championship here today, we're at Wilmington, uh, has the top 70 players. And then when it comes to Bell Reve in 2026, it'll be down to the top 50. Um, so it'll be a little bit uh, of, a, of an amended event, even from what today is. They just keep refining it to make it better. But I guess, Tom, to your question of you know, great memories of, of hosting it. And, uh, you know, as you do, great memories of recovering from difficulties. And we learned, we learned a lot. I say we, our team, learned an awful lot about hosting championships uh, from that experience. And so here, when we, you know, came to the uh, events subsequent to that, which were the 2013, um, you know, Senior PGA Championship, and then, of course, the 2018 PGA Championship, we were able to use many, many things that that we learned uh, during that 2008 championship. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the BMW Championship, just so people understand how big it is, as you just illustrated, but the winners in the past include John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, and Tiger Woods, who rocked your golf course in 2018 with a splendid performance, nearly won that PGA Championship. The crowds were massive. It was a lot of fun. I'm sure that played in your favor. But how soon do you pursue something like that after a massive undertaking like that? And how does this come about? Well, shortly after the 2018 PGA Championship was you know over and, um, and complete, we we always, uh, you know, keep a good relationship, try to, with, uh, you know, Western Golf, with the PGA Tour, PGA of America, and the USGA. So, uh, you know, the way championship golf works, as I've learned it is, we just keep relationships with all those organizations. And, uh, you know, really shortly after uh, 2018, I think the first conversations maybe I had were in 2019, that they came to us and asked if we'd be interested in in hosting um, the 2000 at the time just hosting a BMW Future Championship, and at the same time the PGA Tour talked to us about it because the Western Golf and PGA Tour obviously tightly allied in that. So we knew all the right folks. They'd seen uh, what St. Louis really brought to the 2018 PGA Championship. And I can't emphasize that enough. Um, even back here this week, they've really talked about 
uh, the championship, of course, what a grand event it was, but about how St. Louis comes out to support those kind of championships and about how, you know, we use a lot of the proceeds to give back to the community. And in this case, with the BMW championship, it's the um, Evans Scholars that is, you know, their their primary um, uh, fundamental focus. So um, I guess, Tom, it started in 19, and then we just kept talking and refining. And as you said, you mentioned the other locales that have the championship, and it takes a while to shake all that out when everybody can get ready for it. So, um, But it was shortly after that championship we began to think about this. Big event coming to Bell Reef Country Club in 2026, the BMW Championship. Ed Glotzbach is with us. He's the general chair. And that same year, Medina Country Club in Chicago will have the President's Cup. I know you'll be paying close attention to that. What a moment that'll be for the Midwest to have those two events happening close to each other. And then four years later in 2030, the President's Cup coming to Belle Reve. We already have the Ascension Charity Classic, the PGA Tour Champions going on here. Ed, you've got the PGA Tour, PGA Tour Champions, the President's Cup. I don't know of another market that has all of that on the table coming. I mean, St. Louis is a golf destination now, is it not? It is. Again, it is really a golf destination. And, uh, you know, the players uh, have some things to say about this, too, as I've learned it. They want to come to a place they really uh, they really want to come to. I was visiting this morning with Matthew Fitzpatrick, who was with us at the announcement, and he talked about Belle Reve and uh, remembered some shots, which is incredible, but remembered some of the shots he'd had there when he was there. So it is. It's a golf destination. And I guess to your point a little bit more, the, the Midwest has uh, taken on a kind of a renewed importance, the uh, BMW next year is at Olympia Fields in Chicago. And then, of course, you mentioned Medina, and then Bell Reeve has two events coming up. And and um, just as I listen to people talk, they love coming to the Midwest. They love the crowds. They love the way they conduct themselves. Uh, the players love that kind of support. So, you know, we're really, uh, we're really blessed. And, again, from Bell Reeve's perspective, that allows us to use uh, a lot of the things from the championship to get back into the community. And you know, I've chatted about some of that before. So it's a really good thing. I'm proud of the Midwest for what's happening. As are we here at KMOX, and we'll be happy to be part of that coverage moving forward. We're looking forward to it, Ed. Ed Glotzbach with us from Bell Reef Country Club as the BMW Championship has been officially announced for 2026. Have a great day, Ed. Thanks very much for all of the information. Great. Thanks for calling, Tom. Appreciate it very much. That was Tom Ackerman speaking earlier in the week with uh, Ed Glotzbach from uh, Bell Reef Country Club and the general chair of the 2026 BMW Championship. Tom went through it. I just The big events, the big golf events that St. Louis is hosting, and not just hosting, but embracing, promoting, uh, getting huge numbers for people showing up, Golfers love it. I remember the reaction to the golfers the last time they were here and just how much they loved the reaction of the fans in St. Louis. It's a really cool thing. It's a really, really cool thing. And I think when Tom says that St. Louis is becoming a golf destination, he's absolutely correct in that. It's pretty clear that indeed uh, that is happening. All right, we're going to shift gears a little bit. 
The Deshaun Watson saga takes another turn today, and maybe today's turn is going to be the beginning of the end of all this, but it just, it's, yeah, we'll get into it in just a moment. We'll talk through the latest stuff from the NFL when it comes to how they're handling Deshaun Watson. That's next. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. What is this? Huh. Disco is life. Is that Alibi? Is that the is that the band? Yeah. Disco is life. I don't know if I've ever heard this. I heard it was a, it's a little different. All right. Maybe I'll have to add. We were just talking about music during the commercial break. Matt Pajeski, sports producer extraordinaire. Because I listen to contemporary Christian music, like that's all I tend to listen to. It's not not that I don't listen to, that I don't like other music. It's just it's what's always on. Got the three year old daughter. We always have, you always know you're safe with that kind of music. That's what we uh, that's what we go with. So uh, yeah, disco is like I'll tell you where I learn about music. Sometimes it's at uh, it's at sporting events because I'll hear a song like between innings or something. Oh, I like that, so I'll take out the phone and shazam it. And uh, that's how I learn about music, unless it's contemporary Christian music, and then that's what I'm always listening to. All right, uh, yeah, but we'll uh, let's let's keep that in the rotation. Disco is life for our uh, rejoins, and we can discuss it every single time it comes on. Uh, I wanted to get into this just real quickly, and it's it's a big story. It's a story I hate. It's a story I hate. I you get into sports broadcasting because you get to talk about things that are fun. You get to talk about things that you enjoy. And I don't enjoy any part of this Deshaun Watson story. So basically, the, the, the quick background for if you haven't followed along here recently, uh, he was accused of um, some something between sexual misconduct and sexual assault by dozens of massage therapists. Uh, the NFL had a system where you're... Uh, they could punish you, but then a judge could hear it, and the, a judge could hand down a punishment. Well, the judge handed down a punishment. The NFL didn't think the punishment was enough. In that same convoluted system, the NFL doesn't actually have to listen to what the judge has to say. Instead, they could hand down their own punishment, and they were getting ready to do that. But then uh, there was an agreement reached with Deshaun Watson today. He is going to be suspended for 11 games this season, and he will not get pay. And then he will also have to pay a fine of $5 million. He is also going to undergo mandatory evaluation by behavioral experts and has to follow their suggested treatment program. If he does not follow the suggested treatment program, more penalties could be handed down to him. So it feel, to me, it feels like he's getting off easy. Uh, to me, it just it doesn't feel like this is a huge punishment. He's going to get to play football this year, so I don't I don't love that. But here's what I don't love even more. You can there are ways to find out if somebody is like legitimately sorry for something, legitimately remorseful, and just because you're sorry, just because you're remorseful, doesn't make anything better. But what it does maybe show is that you're going to change your actions moving forward. An apology, being remorseful, it isn't about 
what happened in the past so much as it is about changing how you're going to do things moving forward. And he did an interview. It was with, I think it was with like the Cleveland Browns uh, digital TV person. I think it was an in-house interview uh, he did a couple weeks ago where he basically apologized for the decisions that he made. It was very carefully worded in what he said, but there was an apology in there. Again, you don't know how legitimate the the the, um, the the apology is, but there was an apology. So he issued a statement after this whole thing comes out, and he, in his statement it reads, quote, I'm grateful that the disciplinary process has ended and extremely appreciative of the tremendous support I've received throughout my short time with the Browns organization. I apologize once again for any pain the situation has caused. I take a pound of, I take accountability for the decisions I made. My focus goes uh, going forward is on working to become the best version of myself on and off the field and supporting my teammates, yada, yada, yada. He says in the statement, I take accountability for the decisions I made. Now, he didn't write this statement. Let's all be honest. He didn't write this statement. So he has, he has spoken about this twice, basically. That that interview that was set up through the team, very, very comfortable spot. And then this statement, if you count this as him speaking. And again, in the statement, he says, I take accountability for the decisions I made. Maybe he should have read that a few times himself before going and actually speaking with the media. Um, Because then later in the day, he did a media press conference where he actually had to answer questions. And he said in his media conference, quote, I'll continue to stand on my innocence. Just because, you know, settlements and things like that happen doesn't mean that a person is guilty for anything. I feel like a person has an opportunity to stand on his innocence and prove that, and we prove that from a legal side, and I'm just going to continue to push forward as an individual and as a person. All right, so let's compare these two things. Statement earlier in the day, I take accountability for the decisions I made. Being interviewed in a press conference later on in the day, I continue to stand on my innocence. I feel like a person has an opportunity to stand on his innocence. We prove that from a legal side. Does that sound like accountability? Does that sound like accountability when you're talking about being innocent, about proving your innocence, about not apologizing for a darn thing? No, no. It's, again, I, I, I think when it comes to pro athletes and, and celebrities overall, apologies are rarely genuine. They are rarely genuine. You always get the, if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. Like it's, it would oh, it's so easy. Like if you are a, a PR person for any type of celebrity, it is so easy to say, okay, this is what you say. To the people I offended, I'm sorry. Not if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. It's a very small difference in the words that are being used, but it's a huge difference. It is a huge difference. So this this frustrates me. Not that I ever believed his apology in the first place, but like at least keep up the ruse, right? If you're going to send out a statement apologizing, two hours later, don't rant and rave about standing on your innocence and proving from a legal side that you're innocent. It's bad look. Bad look. And he's going to be back. By the way, his first game that he's going to play is going to be against the Houston Texans, of course. The 12th game for them will be against the Texans. 
One hour down, one more to go. It's Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.